Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast for Monday, August 24th, 2020. On today's episode, I'm going to be answering the question, if you were a Christian in the past, will Satan accept you as one of his children now? I'll be answering this question and more on this episode of the podcast. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the official podcast of Shadow Path Diabolism, your daily dose of Diabolonian philosophy to inspire you on your journey down the crooked shadow path. Here's your host, R.J. Womack, Brother Nero. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, R.J. Womack, a.k.a. Brother Nero, and this is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the podcast that is a not-Satanism podcast. That's right. It is the not-Satanism podcast, the podcast where we promote the religious worship of Satan and demons as a serious faith and way of life. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about whether if you had been a Christian in the past, whether Satan will accept you or not. Now, this is not a question that comes specifically from a listener, but it has come from listeners in the past. The reason I'm bringing this up now is because I've found that there are a lot of people starting to listen to this program that come from a Christian background and are fairly new to diabolism. So I want to explain a couple of things about Christianity. Uh, One of the things you need to do in order to break free from the Christian influence that you have in your life is you need to start studying how Christianity spread, how Christianity evolved, and how they stole from other religions. And you need to understand that Christianity is very good at selling this idea of, you know, um, God created the world, and before, uh, before the Christian faith, there was nothing else. There were no other faiths. This is the narrative they sell, and they always try to make it out like, uh, you know, marriage was one man, one woman, that sort of thing. And God has all these rules that have always been, and there's never been anything else but the Christian God. And what you have to understand is that there were thousands of years of polytheistic religion before Judaism, before Christianity, before Islam, that had had different morals, different principles, different social norms. And their narrative that this is the only religion and this is the way it's always been and God has always been this and God has always been that is a bunch of nonsense. And if you start doing your historical research, your academic research, start studying archaeology, anthropology, that sort of thing, you'll realize that this narrative that Christianity creates is just that, a narrative. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't believe in the Christian God. As I pointed out, I believe he's a very real entity. I believe he's a parasitic entity that lives off the guilt and fear of others. And I believe he feeds off that that energy that he gets from his followers, the fear of burning hell, the fear of not being able to please him. In fact, I think the whole religion is based on the idea that it's impossible to live up to his standards. And I believe the anxiety that that is created 
by people trying to live up to his standards is the energy he feeds off of. Uh, and I believe he's just another entity. And I believe that when people say they're possessed with the spirit, I mean, they're literally possessed with a spirit. And the Christian God, again, is the demiurge. He's the evil entity that parades as a good entity, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I think his mask falls away and he shows himself. If you look at Jehovah in the Old Testament, and then you look at the way Jesus is presented in the New Testament, I don't think that's an accident. I think um, Jehovah is the same entity as as Jesus, and I believe Jehovah's evil, and he doesn't like mankind, and he wants mankind to be his servants and his slaves, and he tries to present himself as this loving entity. But when he reveals his true face, you find that he's intolerant, you find that he's cruel, he's um, vindictive, and you'll find that the people that follow him are that way too. They're very judgmental, they're very hateful, they're very prejudiced, and they'll pretend to be loving and they'll pretend to be kind, but every once in a while they let that mask slip and then you find out what they truly are. And you'll find out that they're about control, they're about dominance, they're about their own only view, uh, their view is the only view, their view is the only acceptable view, and you'll notice that. And any of you who've dealt with, with a Protestant minister of any denomination, I'm sure you all know of examples where the minister pretends to be nice at church, but you find out he's a real douchebag behind the scenes, and you find out that he's a hypocrite in almost every way. And that's not just because that's a bad minister, that is Jehovah himself. He is very much a two-faced entity. He presents himself as one way. The angels will present themselves as one thing, but the reality is they're not merciful, they're not kind, they're not gentle, they're not loving, they're very domineering, they're very hateful, and people that are possessed with what they call the Holy Spirit are just possessed with another spirit. It's just another form of spirit possession. It's nothing special, it's nothing divine, it's just a spirit possession that they've fooled themselves into believing is the divinity of God. And once you realize that, then this stuff doesn't bother you. You're not affected by it. And once you study the historical background of Christianity, you'll find that there's no reason to be fearful of leaving Christianity. It's just another religion, and it's not even a very good one. It's a very evil, manipulative uh, religion that promotes slavery and promotes um you know, giving up yourself for a greater cause without any respect for your individuality. And like I said, the Christian God feeds on that energy. So just remember that when you start to feel, you know, if you start to feel like you're afraid or you start to doubt your conversion to Satanism, just remember that that fear is exactly what Jehovah wants. It's exactly what his followers feed on. It's the whole reason that their religion succeeds and spreads. It's the same reason that all the Abrahamic religions spread and, and have succeeded in many ways is because they give people this narrative that if you don't do exactly what we say, exactly when we say, exactly how we say, you're going to burn the eternal lake of fire. So just remember that that's their game. That's what they do. And they're being inspired by a supernatural entity, I believe. And I do believe that the Christian God, the uh, the God of the, the Jewish faith, and the God of Islam is the same God in many different guises. Now, they'll argue and they'll say, you know, the Christian God is not the same God as Jehovah, I mean, as the uh, 
as Allah, because Allah is really Satan. That's what the Christians will tell you. And I'm sure the Muslims will probably tell you that this God of this religion is Satan, really, the God of the Jews or whatever, most of them, the fanatical ones anyway, uh, is really Satan or whatever. But that's between them to fight it out. For us who are non-believers in, in the Abrahamic religious tradition, it, it's all the same control mechanism. It's all the same, you better do what we say, otherwise you're going to burn, right? So that that's what you have to understand. And whenever you feel fear, whenever you doubt your conversion to Satanism, or if you start feeling that guilt, remember, that's exactly what they want you to feel. That's exactly what they want you to think. That's their most powerful weapon is the fear of eternal damnation, eternal lake of fire. We're going to torture you. We're going to make sure your eternity, eternity is miserable if you don't do exactly what we say. Remember that and start studying. Learn the truth about the history of Christianity. Learn how it spread. Learn how it evolved. Learn how it used other people's religion and recast their gods in a negative light. Learn and then you won't fear it anymore. You'll realize it's just another religious movement that wants to control your destiny and control your fate and tell you how to live. Yeah. Now, the next question that everybody asked is, if I've been a Christian in the past, will Satan accept me if I want to follow a path of diabolism? And in my experience, I have seen him embrace people that have had a Christian past, but you have to truly leave it behind. You have to truly reject it and accept him as your God. If you don't, he will call you out on it. He will question you. He might even test you about it. And one of the things I would also suggest is that in the case of someone who has just left Christianity, this is one of the rare exceptions where I tell people to focus on blasphemy. I tell people to do things to break away from their Christian mindset, whether that's doing a personal black mass or having somebody perform a black mass for you or indulging in things that you consider to be sinful or that things that you were taught not to do because of Christianity. These are all things that I would encourage new converts to do, especially if they come from a Jewish, uh, a Jewish Christian, Abrahamic religious tradition background, because I think you have to break those chains of Christianity, the chains that they have on your mind and soul before you can truly embrace a diabolistic point of view. You have to break free from the slavery of Christianity before you can move forward. And then once you break free, don't dwell on it, don't obsess over it, don't constantly keep blaspheming the Christian God, don't obsess over the blasphemy, get past it, move on. And the best way to move on is to forget about the Christian God. Don't even make him a thought in your mind. Don't even think about their religion. Don't even think about his followers. Don't even think about his believers. Follow your own path. Follow the diabolistic practices. Follow the shadow path tradition, if that's your choice of, of tradition, and, and live your life according to satanic principles. And don't worry about Abrahamic religious principles. Anyway, that's it for today, guys. I hope it helps someone. Um, I hope you're here for the next episode. Take care. May Satan be with you. See you next time. Later, guys. If you would like to learn more about the shadow path diabolism tradition of occultism, go to rjwomack.com. That's rjwomack.com. If you enjoy this podcast and support our message, tell a friend, leave us a review, and follow us on social media.
mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.